0: Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline
2: Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going everybody? Brian
3: Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Sad news to kick off the show today after more than a year of dealing with significant health issues and included cancer and heart problems, Tracy Smothers passed away 4.30 a.m. Wednesday morning at just 58 years old. Late last year, he disclosed on social media he was undergoing chemo treatments for lymphoma and was told he had suffered a heart attack without realizing it. Earlier this month, Les Thatcher said on social media, Smothers had to be hospitalized as both the cancer and heart issues had returned. Chris started a GoFundMe in April to help Smothers' medical expenses he wrestled for nearly 36 years, at 58 years old, by the way. Started his career in Tennessee in 1984 as an enhancement talent on Memphis TV. He has pushed quickly as a good-looking, young, athletic babyface, holding the American title in the promotion twice in 1986. Eight years working in Southern Promotions, then WCW, WWF, ECW, USWA, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Famously wrestled an unmuzzled bear in his early years. He and his Steve Armstrong, the son of Bob, regular tag team, 87-92, as the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys, later the Young Pistols, wrestled throughout the Southern territories. Perhaps the most famous match of his career, July 7, 1990, Great American Bash, when he and Armstrong challenged the Midnights for the titles. Many considered the best match in the U.S. that year. Placed highly in virtually every match of the year poll, Considered one of the all time classic tag team matches of the era. If you go on wrestling Twitter of any sort today, one after another, people talking about their memories of Tracy Smothers, what he meant to them and their career. So head up there and check it out, everybody, from Eddie Kingston to CM Punk. And we'll talk more about this after the break, as well as a lot of news. We are flooded with news today. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live.
1: home service business is not at the top of google maps winningreviews.com is here to help you need to be careful when working on your google my business profile which is what shows up on google maps one mistake and you'll be on page two winningreviews.com offers a workshop to teach you how to get to the top of google maps don't let your competition have that top spot check out winningreviews.com and get to the top of google maps go to winningreviews.com that's winningreviews.com
4: Flo here with a word that's just weird. Terry Cloth. Who exactly is Terry? And why does he get his own fabric? Did he journey below SPF 50? Fight off some weeds in his daffodils? Hmm. How about a word for everyone? Flotection. Yeah, I just made it up. But I'm not making up how great it feels when me and Progressive protect your new home. Ever think of that, Terry? No. Terry only thinks of himself.
1: Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits, no one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses.
0: 805162499 805162499 Again that's 805162499 paid for by final expense direct
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back
3: in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We got an incredible amount of news to get into here today, some of which is potentially affecting AEW and NXT tonight. But first, Mike, any thoughts on the life of Tracy Smothers?
5: Just a the ultimate professional wrestler, and, and maybe in, definitely more than that, the ultimate independent professional wrestler, up until he couldn't go anymore. You would find Tracy Smothers on the indie scene, not only out there working, but also helping a lot of people, and I'm sure somebody out there's got something bad to say about Tracy Smothers. I, I haven't seen it yet, though, because everybody to a person that I have seen talk about Tracy Smothers, whether... Back from the, the the 70s, whether it be from the 80s, 90s, or today, everybody out there has got something positive to say about Tracy Smothers out there who, like I said, continued on the indie scene for a long, long time. I only had a chance to meet him one time when Maryland Championship Wrestling first started up. He was still in ECW. He was cutting a promo about how much Baltimore sucked, except for Sabatinos. That was good eating other than you know he, he was just a, a really nice guy entertaining character and the match that you had spoken about earlier on that's one of the reasons that i say that tag team wrestling can be just as great if not great than any other <laughs> type of wrestling that's out there the match against the midnight express against the southern boys in baltimore at the great american bash in 1990 was awesome, and you can catch a zillion Tracy Smothers matches out there on Smoky Mountain on the network. If you're an All Japan fan, he pops up a lot in, in the 90s, in like the 92, 93, teaming with Steve Williams and in there with Masawa and stuff like that, And or a bear. You know, the, <laughs> he wrestled a bear, and if you ever watch the clip of it, you have – the bear's got no muzzle on. Gordon Soly is talking about how the bear's got – 500 pounds of supple muscle and tracy smothers is actually out there wrestling a bear it's it's crazy and he has been through a lot in the last couple of years uh being sick and with cancer and all that sort of stuff and uh just godspeed to him a incredible wrestling character a enduring wrestling character and if you were a fan of smoky mountain and uswa and down in that area he was uh definitely if you grew up in the 90s definitely a part of your
3: youth have any thoughts on Tracy? You can send us a text message. 425-780-7566 is the number. Might take some phone calls later today, but we'll see how it goes in terms of getting through all of this news. Tonight, it is the Halloween Havoc NXT edition and Dynamite. And Dynamite was taped last week, so it's a taped show. NXT, however, scheduled to be live. And A few days ago, I may have some of this story wrong, because trust me, I'm not following it that closely. But, Road Dog was on Twitter, and he was being Road Dog as it regards COVID and masks. And to the best of my knowledge, I believe that he pretty much quit Twitter a couple of days ago. So that probably tells you the kind of reaction that he got from, from people. I'm sure he'll be back. But, lo and behold member of NXT creative, putting out all that stuff on Twitter. And we find out that there was another outbreak involving NXT. After news of positive COVID-19 tests at the Performance Center on Friday came to light on Tuesday night, there were questions as to whether fans who were scheduled to attend the taping today would be allowed to do so. Dave Meltzer reported WWE has confirmed with those fans That they can attend as previously planned if they pass the required COVID-19 test. It's unknown how many fans passed their tests. But they were initially scheduled to be 100 fans in attendance tonight. They were tested in Winter Park, Florida Tuesday. Part of the regular weekly procedure to attend. As I'm sure some of you are aware, they've been testing people on Tuesday. Then the show is Wednesday night. Now, granted, I mean, what's happening, and I've, I've heard it from fans, is that fans are getting tested, and then they're just going out to bars. And then they show up the next night. Now, if I were tested on Tuesday, and I immediately went to a bar, I mean, I could contract COVID there, but there is a pretty slim chance that I would be able to give it to somebody else the next day. But still, this is not a perfect system. But regardless... Fans are allowed in, and we don't know a lot about the Performance Center outbreak, but the impression that I was given was that it involved students, and the students and the main roster NXT wrestlers are kept apart. So it is believed that nobody involved in NXT on the main roster was exposed. But they still all have to be tested, so there is a possibility that this card that I'm going to go down right here may not be the actual card that you see tonight on NXT. There may be some changes. But as of yesterday, the card was Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae for the women's title, spin the wheel, make the deal. Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano, North American title, spin the wheel, make the deal. Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. Whatever this haunted house of terror match is, with Dector Loomis and Cameron Grimes, And NXT Cruiserweight Championship non-title match, Santos Escobar will be facing Jake Atlas, non-title match. And then the appearance by Pat McAfee. So I would like to make abundantly clear, by the way, that if we watch this show tonight and just throwing out a random name, let's say Dexter Loomis is not here tonight, okay? That does not mean that Dexter Loomis has covid Failed his test or whatever. I mean, they remove people. They remove you if you test positive. They also remove you if you were in contact with somebody that tested positive. And we have seen that on the main roster where individuals were removed from the show for two weeks. And they never had COVID. So if someone's missing tonight, maybe they have it. Maybe they don't. Maybe they were just in close proximity to somebody who did. But that's the lineup for Halloween Havoc tonight. And very quickly, Dynamite, Kenny Omega versus Penta in a tournament semifinal. Hangman Page versus Wardlow, tournament semifinal. Cody versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT title in a Lumberjack match. Winner gets Darby Allin at the pay-per-view. Andy Kingston versus Matt Seidel. And the Inner Circle Town Hall with Chris Jericho and MJF. The Abaddon match where she was injured will not be airing on the show tonight in any form. So there you go, Mike. Any thoughts?
5: I, uh there's no way I would be going to that show I just I, I, I don't know I I'm, I'm amazed that they when you have an outbreak like this I would I would assume the responsible thing to do would probably be to close ranks and not have anybody inside that you don't need but they're obviously not doing that they want ambiance but then you just look at the hundred that are going and it's like are you that starved to get out of the house and if especially if you're already in Florida are you that you know, starved to get out here and mix around in a place where they keep having outbreaks and they're being investigated by the state of Florida or however that worked uh, with the story last week. I just got a shrug at all of it. You know, I see it every week with football, uh, especially college football. It's just, it but it kind of boggles my mind. But then again, I don't know what anybody's breaking point is with all of this. And there are some people that are just, they're over it and, and Hey g- uh, hey, it's always bad in the winter time anyway, as far as health goes, as far as flus and, and all that sort of stuff, and now we got a new thing in the mix and I, I
3: don't know. I'm just I'm blown away by it. Well, I got a correction here today, and I don't know if this is better or worse. I don't know anyway. So Tucker got drafted to Raw. Oh boy. Otis is on SmackDown. Mm hmm. They did a bunch of shows where they were on the same brand together. In fact, they did interviews saying they'd been split up together. Okay? This was on the pay-per-view Sunday. Tucker turns on Otis, setting up a feud where they're on opposite brands, and theoretically they cannot wrestle each other. Monday, WWE.com, Tucker is now listed as a SmackDown superstar. So, obviously... It appears that they figured out, well, how can they feud if they're on different brands? So we're going to move Tucker back to SmackDown after we drafted him to Raw. Now he's on the Raw roster page. So apparently he has not been drafted back to SmackDown. So now in theory, they actually cannot feud. I don't know which is more preposterous, but at this moment, Tucker is on Raw and Otis is on SmackDown. I apologize for getting it wrong the other day. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Observer Live.
0: That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Don't forget, tonight... 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern, Speak Now Pro Wrestling with Denise Salcedo will be coming up, recapping the NXT Halloween Havoc, as well as the Dynamite Show, a Halloween edition of Speak Now Pro Wrestling with Denise. It will be on our YouTube channel, so you can check it out, up on my Twitter right now, there's all of the links, video.f4wonline.com, just type that in and you'll go right to our Our video page. We got clips up there all the time. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. You can also sign up. And when you sign up, which is different from subscribing, when you sign up, you get full-length editions of all of these shows, including Observer Live Replays and The Brian and Vinny Show and Filthy Ford Daily. They're all up there. And boy, did we have a Brian and Vinny Show last night. Those of you that, oh, Brian. I missed the songs. How come we don't have songs anymore? Well, boy, did we bring songs back yesterday. An excellent song contest. You can check that out right now. Video.f4wonline.com. Audio versions available at wrestlingobserver.com for your... Those of you that only like to podcast. Guys like me. Old school. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 12,000 episodes available for you to podcast up there at wrestlingobserver.com. 12... Actually... 12,000 was the last time I checked, which was a while ago. We may be at 13,000 now. Maybe one of the Twitch homies can tell me exactly how many podcasts we have up for subscribers to WrestlingObserver.com. It is many, it's an incredible amount. Anyway, we got even more news here. Raw ratings. As we were going off the show yesterday, I said, I expect this to be what it's been. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but I'm a genius. Mm-hmm. it was in fact what it's been mm-hmm. 1.73 million viewers 0.51 in 18 to 49 down two and three percent respectively from the draft nothing is affecting the raw ratings of late first hour 1.86 million second hour 1.75 million third hour 1.59 million Ooh. i know that people see that third hour i know you said this mike and they say well if the third hour if the lowest we've ever gone is 1.59 million like that has to be that has to be the bottom i disagree with that because these are these are averages and the reality is the the bottom of the barrel average number of viewers i think is where we're at right now i uh, yes in, in a year the average may be 1.59 million i'm not saying that we can never go lower than this that's ridiculous okay Obviously, the number can keep going down forever. I mean, I got a I got an email today from a fella, and he'd been subscribing forever. And he stopped subscribing to the website. And he wrote, like, this giant email basically apologizing. And the whole email was about, I've been watching wrestling forever. And WWE and Vince McMahon, they got me into wrestling. And I just... I can't take it anymore. And they, they, they just can no longer listen to all of the discussion of how far this has fallen. And, you know, there's there's the real hardcores, and this person was a real hardcore, trust me, but there's some real hardcores that no matter how far the numbers fall and year over year declines, they always just say, well, look at how much money they're making. Everything is fine. Everything is objectively not fine. Yes, obviously they're making a lot of money. But long time hardcore fans slowly are walking away. And and we emailed back and forth, and hopefully one of these days things will turn around and, and he'll return. But right now he's just been he's been run off by what is happening with WWE. And it's sad. So yes. Obviously, we can, we can over a larger period of time, fall below where we are right now. But it does appear that, right now, this is the bottom of the barrel. And my expectation, and I could be wrong, is that when football season ends, we're not going to see any rise. It just isn't there anymore. These these fans are not leaving for football, and they're not coming back after football. These, we're down to the people that they're just watching Raw until they can't take it anymore. That's sad. We need to turn this business around somehow.
5: Absolutely, but it's only gonna—you know—only they can turn their business around. There's no cajoling, you know. Almost any other promotion, you could say that there's enough pressure that could be put on almost anyone else to maybe make a decision on something. You know, AEW obviously here, there's here's their fans and many other groups too. But WWE, it's the guy at the top, and unless they he changes things and they force him to change things. Things aren't going to change. You're going to be spinning wheels there. And, you know, it's it's debatable that the real bottom number is about 800. You know, as far as your diehards go, is about 881,000 because it's about that number that will follow SmackDown to FS1 and, and remember that it's there and go out of their way not to miss it. That may be the hardest of the hardcore WWE fans. But, you know, that third-hour number still matches up to about where the network is in subs. And that's a it's a good average here, you know, this 1.55, you know, 1. 1.6 million people where this third hour continues to fall to, and that's going to be interesting too. And if anybody wants to make, you know, if you want to force USA's hand, if you're a Nielsen family out there and you hate what you're watching, just keep just keep turning off the third hour <laughs> because the only way they're going to take it away is if it atrophies to the point where it just affects everything way too much and they'll figure out some other way to fill it. But until that time... That's always going to be one of the biggest problems with this show. And when things are bad, boy, when things are bad, it's really hard to try to convince somebody to sit next to you for three hours and watch the show and get
3: into it. It's just, it's tough. This person here on the uh, Twitch chat, I won't address the... Yes? Twitch jabroni. (laughs) But this person here says, I genuinely wonder how many people in the company are truly happy. Well... It's like anything in this world. If you think that everybody there hates life, don't know what to tell you. That's not the case. And if you think that everybody there absolutely loves their job, boy, do I got news for you. The reality is there are, and there's more than two, but in general, there's two types of people that are working for WWE. Actually, there's three types of people. There's... And I don't, know, I don't know what Daniel Bryan—I haven't talked to Daniel Bryan in—I in, can't even remember the last time. I think when he got fired by WWE in like 2013 or whatever. So I don't know what he's thinking right now. But, I mean, if you listen to his interviews, he appears to be one of those guys who—he really wants to make this better. And when you really want to make it better, I mean, that's an acknowledgment that it ain't great right now. So I'm not saying that this is Daniel Bryan, but there is one group of people that they realize that this is not great— And they want to try to make it better. I think that Seth Rollins is one of the people that would fall into that category. Even though if you listen to Seth Rollins publicly, you would believe that he would be one of those people that's like, everything is great, everything is perfect, it's the best it's ever been. Seth is a smart guy, not in every way, but in some ways. I do not believe that he is that dumb, okay? Now, trust me, there are people there who are hating life and they can't wait to get out. And we've actually seen other people like this who, in fact, they did get out. You know, John Moxley, he could not wait to get out, and he did everything professionally, and then he got out. And The Revival, and there will be others down the road. So there are also people there that hate life. And there are also people, I've talked about this on other shows, who they, in fact, this is all they know. And whether that's because... They only ever watch WWE, and they don't watch WWE nowadays. But you know, I do hear from people that they watch AW and they think it's a total joke, and they think that the wrestling sucks, and the matches are stupid, and everything about it. It's it's to them it's wrong because it's not the WWE way, and to them there is one way, and it's the WWE way. And if you don't do it the WWE way, it sucks, and it's not it's not the high end, and and et cetera. Et cetera. So those people also exist. Just like anything else in the world, there's a lot of, believe me, very, very varied opinions. And wherever you as a listener fall on that scale, you listen to the various opinions, and you're like, my God, how could someone be so dumb? Just like in politics. So that's that's the state of WWE.
5: Politics, man, that's life. Look at anybody's job. You know, you, sometimes you look at somebody and it's like, man, why are you in this job if you're so miserable? But Because they got big bills and they got big money that they're making and they love that big money. Yeah, got people where they're being treated like dirt, but they love who they work with. They love where they live. They love only working X amount of days. So they eat a bunch of stuff because my check's going to clear and my life is good. This is providing for my family, which is what a job does. And then you have other people that, The art of the job is what they're into mostly, and sometimes that clashes heads with the people that are in charge. There's all sorts of people in this world who are thinking about all sorts of things, and those WWE people that look at AEW and don't like the style, doesn't make them wrong. You know, that doesn't make them right. It's just that's what they prefer. And hey, that's just the way it goes. I mean, we try to sometimes with athletes, with entertainers, with a lot of people, we take ourselves and put them in their lives and people take themselves and they try to kind of vicariously live through through those people and they see if they got something better than them. Why can't they be happy? Or if they look somewhere else, why don't you just go do this? Just because sometimes it's not that easy. There's a lot of reasons why people do things, and I think sometimes getting in people's heads over where they work,
3: sometimes it gets a little bit bit too much. Capacity for both nights of Wrestle Kingdom 15 capped at 20,000 people. Kami Obari, the... President of New Japan said a limit of 20,000 people would be set for both nights due to COVID 19 concerns. The Tokyo Dome usually carries a capacity of 50,000. More on this and more after the break. Plus, yes, your phone calls. Observer Live.
1: With so many new pet owners, Kezia's grooming can't keep up.
2: Kezia's grooming. Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up.
1: It's time to hire.
6: I need Indeed.
1: Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Enjoy. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the fuel rewards program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Always an exciting day when I open up these phone lines, everyone. Toll free, 844-913-2727 is the phone number. 844-913-2727. You can still send your text messages, 425-780-7566. And I actually even looked at any text messages here today, so why don't we see what's in here before we brave the phone lines here. Hmm. This first says, dude, if AEW did not exist, I would not be watching wrestling right now. I no longer watch a single minute of WWE programming. Last October, I planned on watching NXT on DVR and SmackDown Live. Now I watch nothing of WWE It is not a timing issue. And I have been a WWE Network subscriber since day one. By all measures, I would have been considered a hardcore WWE fan. I stopped buying live event tickets when the last pay-per-view I attended, Jinder Mahal beat Randy Orton for the WWE title. I canceled my network this year after Money in the Bank. I was a day one subscriber, and they have completely lost me over the past six and a half years. And he also says Vince is going to announce WrestleMania 2021 will have 21,000 fans so they can beat New Japan. Actually, as Mike noted during the break, (laughs) Raymond James and the Super Bowl. What's the capacity, Mike? Seating capacity at Raymond James is 65,618 for football. And what are they putting in for the Super Bowl this year? So if the NFL, uh, according
5: to Adam Schefter, is currently planning for 20% seating capacity at Super Bowl uh, 45 or 55 in Tampa, fans will be in pods six feet apart and require masks, Thirteen to 15,000 people. So if you're wondering what WrestleMania may look like at some point down the line, there
3: you go. If Dude, if you're, you're wondering, what you do is you add 1,000 to that, and that's <laughs> the number that WWE is going to put into Raymond James Stadium. So I guess that would be 16,000 fans. Hey, here's a poll for everybody. Twitch homies, since that's the easiest one for me to look at right here. If WWE runs Raymond James Stadium, 16,000 available seats, which means that whatever you're normally paying for WWE WrestleMania tickets, they'll probably double it or something like that, I would guess. I don't know for sure, but... Take the chair home and Forget the price. If you had the opportunity to go to WrestleMania... 16,000 fans, Raymond James Stadium, would you attend, yes or no? Let's see that poll and all.
5: You see all those no's popping up there immediately. (laughs) I
3: want to see a poll, everybody. (laughs) Just stop, Brian, this person says. Stop why? What's your answer, buddy? Yeah. Are you going to go or not? And and if you are or if you're not, why are you yelling at me? It's an obvious question. If they run and they're going to sell 16,000 tickets, would you go? That's a valid question I'd like to know.
5: This may be the year, though, not to exaggerate on, uh, on attendance, though. You know, hey, you're limited
3: to this capacity by law. You know, you may not want to do that, but they probably will anyway. And by the way, if you think they can't put 16,000 in there for WrestleMania, WWE fans around this country, think again. I mean, it'll sell Dude, out it's, instantly.
5: It's Tampa. There's still going to be 20,000 old wrestlers milling around outside.
3: The person says, I just renounced my viewership of Raw, NXT, and SmackDown in the Twitch chat yesterday. I feel the exact same way everyone else does. I just can't watch WWE and enjoy any of it. What are we going to talk about if no one's watching the shows anymore? Things that are good. AW is like Nintendo in the mid-'80s. Atari drove most gamers off with too much product, with most of it being bad. Nintendo struggled for years before they blew up because of the bad taste Atari left in people's mouths. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. Nothing's forever. Do you remember the Atari twenty six hundred, Brian? I never played the Atari. I was a Nintendo really? guy. And for a very short period of time.
5: Oh, that's right, because you didn't play video games or watch TV or out there working. And the I played video games for like Hills. two years and then quit. What you know, that's right. Dig Dog, right? What was No, one?
3: it was Mighty Bomb Jack and I don't Mighty want to Bomb talk Jack. about it. Sorry. This person says I am just like that guy. I watch five minutes of WWE a week, and that's enough, but I love to listen to complaints. It'd be worse if WWE was actually good. Dude, I'd love for WWE to be good. I got to watch it every week. All I ask is for it to be good. People think that I'm so excited for bad shows because I can sit here and rant on the air. Bros, I got to watch the whole show first. Trust me. I watched, I went back and watched the King of the Ring 2001. I watched the Kurt Angle Shane McMahon match, which. As far as, like, the human toll goes, we should never see a match like that again. But, like, as a match, it was unbelievable. And then the three-way with Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, and Steve Austin. Holy smokes, what a professional wrestling match. Then, I've been watching the Raws, and we haven't gotten to the total destruction of the invasion yet. It's just now kicking off, and it's it's good. Like, DDP getting beaten up by The Undertaker on, at the King of the Ring was, like, a disaster. But... Booker T invading as the WCW champion. It is yet to fall off. They haven't gotten to Tacoma yet. So, so far, it's great. Dude, I love watching that show. I'm looking forward to those shows. I want to see great wrestling. I want to see great WWE. I think I, I'm hoping for it to be bad. The opposite. I got people quitting it so bad. I want it to be good. That's
5: the thing is like, you know, sooner or later, it's not, you know, it may be cathartic to listen to people complain about things you don't like or or bash on things that you don't like or the way things have changed but sooner or later you get tired of that and it's like, "Eh, I'm just done with all of this." And that's not good for anyone. It's not good for the wrestling business. It's not good for wrestling fans. It's not good for people like us who enjoy talking about wrestling and making 50 cents or a dollar off of it every once in a while. I mean, it's just it's not good for anybody and anybody that revels in it is just I don't know. There's so many other great things out there, like Brian mentioned, stuff from the past. There's stuff from the present, stuff from different countries. There's a ton of stuff out there where unless you are being paid to drive yourself nuts to watch these shows, I Why? (laughs) You know, there's a ton of stuff out there that can keep you involved in wrestling and keep your fandom going. That's why there's so many old school podcasts out there. There's why things have kind of exploded in the way that they did. You know, in some ways it's a negative. There's so much niche out there. It's tough to break through, but it's also really good for a lot of people that, you know, if you are just given up with what WWE has offered you and there's something that you like that they're not giving you, whether it be really good women's wrestling or this or that, there's an option out there for you. So hopefully wrestling continues to thrive in spite of what's happening with WWE. All
3: right, 91% of the folks in the Twitch chat would not go to WrestleMania. So if we're looking at 9% of wrestling fans are willing to go, that thing sells out instantly. Instantly that thing sells out. Of course. Should also mention that somebody here said it'll never be good again. Listen. That's not true. Well, it could be true. but I Well, that's I true. Think. So <laughs> here, a here's the deal, chance. everybody. Yes, there's a lot of great wrestling around. But in order for wrestling to be great again, let me tell you what has to happen. It's going to come down to either AW or WWE at this moment. Because no matter how good New Japan is, it's largely NJPW strong, New Japan world. There's no Japanese There's no large... Dude, I mean, if they were on Fox which is not going to happen, but if, if New Japan were on Fox, I mean, maybe, okay? But they're not. They're not on any television network. They're on the internet, okay? Ring of Honor on Sinclair, th- there's not enough impact. There's not enough. I mean, you need to be on a strong cable network because you can't create fans and you can't create stars otherwise to any real degree. So we're down to AEW and WWE. Now, obviously, in the middle of a pandemic, it's very hard because you can't have – You know, packed arenas and fans reacting to people and them getting over as big stars. Hopefully, six months, eight months, that can happen again. And then, once you've got a strong television platform and you've got live, lots of live fans that can go crazy for a a Darby Allin or a Roman Reigns or whoever, then it's going to be about hooking those people and making new fans. It's not impossible, everybody. Do you guys, some of you older fans, do you remember 1994? Oh, yeah. Bro, in 1994, we would have been having the same discussion, and people would have been saying the same things. Like, the 80s wrestling boom was over. WCW sucked. WWF, like, if you were a hardcore fan, it was cool, but, like, no, nobody was watching wrestling. And then, boom. It hit its biggest heights ever because you need a few stars a few you don't even need a lot you need a you need a a steve austin granted they don't come along very often you need a rock and it would seem it would seem that these are once in a lifetime characters and i mean if you look at what the rock did in wrestling and then what he said in hollywood he probably is once in a lifetime but you know steve austin hulk hogan Maybe they're once in a lifetime, but you know what? There are so many wrestlers who may have had the potential to be a Stone Cold Steve Austin or a Hulk Hogan or whoever. And because of the way that the WWE machine works, they never got a chance. They almost fired John Cena. John Cena! You don't think that there's anybody in the last 20 years that could have been another John Cena? If when they were starting to get over, they would have just been given the opportunity. And there's no way that he was—he was once in a lifetime, and, and you know, God bless John Cena. I'm not burying him, but I'm sure that we could have had more than one John Cena in the last 20 years. But it was never allowed to happen in this WWE machine, and it won't happen as long as Vincent is in charge. But you know what? I I know he's not going to be around forever. I'm not praying for anything bad to happen to Vince. But he's not going to be around forever. And someday when he's gone, the machine will be different. And maybe we'll have another John Cena. Maybe another John Cena will be allowed to be created. Or another Hulk Hogan or whoever. Same thing may happen in AEW. Once fans are back in the building in large numbers. Trust me, this can be big again. But right now, in a pandemic with Vince in charge, it's not going to be big in the short term. That doesn't mean anything about the long term.
5: No, and this is where you really should be, because there's nothing that's going to be big right now anyway because of the nature of things. So this is where you should really be circling your wagons and taking stock as to what's wrong here and how do we change this so we can be ready for the explosion when it comes back. We can be ready for that time. We can build towards that time. And nothing is ever, forever, ever is forever. You know, gorgeous way back into the, the 30s. Well, death or, is. Gotch. Well, that's true. Death and taxes. But, you know, Gotch Hackenschmidt will never be bigger in the States. London will never be bigger. Gorgeous George never be bigger. And you go down the line and it's like to Hogan, to Austin, to Rock, he can get bigger. And it's just going to take that right person. It's just going to take that right blip in time. But you mentioned those days in the 90s. I was talking to somebody this morning about 1991 to 1994. When you look at WCW and WWF's rosters, there was no reason that the business should have atrophied to the place that it did with all of these talented people. And it did. And history's got a way of repeating itself. And maybe it is right now in WWE. But that's nothing Nothing is forever and nothing is truly forever, and there is going to be a change one day. It's just a matter of how long it's going to take and how much damage they do before they get there.
3: All right, we've got to go to Dagan. I forgot all about calls, and then he's been waiting for 14 minutes. Yes, Dagan.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if I was going to get through. Uh, what's up, Mike and Brian and the Twitch homies? What's up is we got
3: one minute, Dagan, uh, so what's on your mind?
2: Yeah, sure, I'll keep it quick. I was wondering if you had any update on the uh, Kylie Ray situation in uh, Impact.
3: Well, thank you very much for the call. I have zero update. I'd like to tell you more, but I don't. So, Poor guy waited 15 minutes to ask a question I don't have an update on. What can you do? Why are you wearing a white shirt today? What's wrong with my white shirt, bro? I thought it was cold. Why are you there. wearing the same outfit you wear every day? I didn't. This is a different jacket. You have this a second, a have a second suit of thin, clothes?
5: No, it's a thin track jacket here with the, the collar up. I have a variety
3: of these, Brian. Back in a moment, everybody. Because in a second... Know what that means we are sorry but the show has ended goodbye back in a moment observer live
1: I'm going to tell you how you can get real healthcare for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable healthcare for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly healthcare payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current healthcare. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health
0: You are
2: listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling
3: Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. A couple of notes from last night. Brandon Cutler defeated Peter Avalon in their third encounter to get his first win ever in all elite wrestling. And he was backed up by the Young Bucks. It sounds to me like maybe they're, they're on their way back to being babyface again. I don't know what's going on. Maybe we'll find out more tonight. And also, this person here says, Thoughts on John E. Bravo getting shot and potentially killed last night during his marriage to Rosemary. Well, I don't know, but my guess is that it will come out that, in fact, he has not been killed. But who knows? Maybe he was killed during the the marriage last night. I certainly hope not. Maybe Marty Janetti did it. Look, let me
5: just put that to the side for a minute and wish Les Thatcher, the old man, happy birthday, 80 years old today. Holy he is smokes. still out there every single week doing a podcast with Vic Sosa. And if you want knowledge, if you want history, if you want a guy who's been around and has seen everything and worked with everybody and for some of the greatest out there, if you want to hear knowledge get dropped and, and why things happen, Listen to Lance on Friday, but listen
3: to to Les Thatcher every week as well, too, with Vixosa. I think Granny's been looking for a younger man. By the way, last night she reported on the greatest match she's ever seen. The greatest match she has ever seen. Sasha Banks versus Bailey at Hell in a Cell. Oh, my God. Granny's in your timeline. No Undertaker. Uh, It's incredible. So there you go. Right at time, everybody. I'll be back later on tonight with Dave, AW, NXT, Halloween Havoc. We'll review both shows, talk all the news, and more. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Sign up, WrestlingObserver.com, all the podcasts, over 12,000 podcasts, and video.f4wonline.com for video versions. And don't forget, Denise, tonight, 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.